Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. It's spring in the city, and that makes me so happy. Like, almost as happy as the fact that it's Oscars week. (laughs) And this Sunday is the Oscars. I know so many people don't really give a crap. And... I get that, but I just need a really good award show this year, you guys, and I really need a red carpet, so I'm really hoping that they give me an effing red carpet. That would be great. So anyway, really quickly, I'm going to go ahead and break down a few of my picks that I think will win versus who should win, if that makes sense. So for example, I think for best picture, Promising Young Woman or Minari should win. However, I think Nomadland or The Trial of the Chicago 7 will win. Why do I think this? Well, usually the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards most of the time get it right and and predict these. And now Nomadland won the Golden Globe, Trial of the Chicago 7 won um, the SAG Award for Best Picture. So... I think Chadwick Boseman will win for Best Actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, even though I want Anthony Hopkins to win for The Father. And I think he really deserves it, even though I love Chadwick and he did an incredible job. I also want Terry Mulligan to win for Promising Young Woman, but I think Viola Davis will win for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom or Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Um, I, I have to tell you, I really didn't like Nomadland. I thought there was one moment in it, and I know I mentioned this before, that was, that was good, but I just I really didn't like it. But those are my picks and who I think should win versus who will win. So let's see. I totally did predict Parasite last year. I thought I was good about that, and that was, that was definitely the underdog. But anyway, for this week, our guest is the amazing Constantine Maroulis. So just a little back. Backstory, Constantine is Greek, and here at WABC, we celebrated Greek Independence Day in the studio, and Constantine came to perform, and he did an incredible job. Obviously, he has a sick voice, so naturally, I cornered him at the studio, and I was like, I need you as a guest, and he clearly was scared for his life, so he agreed. Um, No, I'm just kidding. He was just so sweet and happy to be a guest, but just a little background on him. He was in the top 10 on American Idol, and he's a huge Broadway star. He was a star of Jekyll and Hyde on Broadway and Rock of Ages. And speaking of Rock of Ages, Constantine is going to be in a Rock of Ages all-star reunion concert this Saturday night in LA, along with cast members like Frankie Grande. And he promises new songs and just a great performance. So you can buy tickets online at caseystarlight.com for the show. So with no further ado, here's my interview with Constantine Maroulis. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lauren. Good morning. Of course. Of course. So I, first off, I want to just announce to the listeners the history of Constantine in my eyes. Okay. So this is through, through me, through my eyes. So I, obviously I followed you on American Idol. I was rooting for you. I loved your hair. I loved your voice. I was a fan. Now, fast forward to me moving to New York City after college, working, I was working red carpets, working that circuit. 
And I saw you at a lot of red carpets and um, I interviewed you multiple times. Now you didn't really remember me and that is fine. I mean, you meet a lot of people, right? It's fine. So I know he's making a face right now. So you didn't really remember me. So 2019 was the last time I saw you at a carpet and you gave such a great soundbite that we used it for George Whipple. We put it on his Instagram. I don't know if it made New York one, but we definitely used it on his Instagram because you were so funny. And then I hit you up on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, you should come on this podcast. And that was before I joined WABC and you never responded, never responded. Fine. Okay, fine. Wait, so fast forward again to Greek Independence Day at WABC. Constantine comes and absolutely blows me away with his voice, this performance. And I said, okay, now you have to come on the podcast. I cornered you. I gave you no choice. And here we are. Here we are. Okay. In my defense. Let's go. Let's hear it. Doesn't it doesn't it bode well for me that I don't just respond to every lovely gal that slides into the mm. DMs, even though it's uh, even though it's work related and whatnot, or 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 if we're on the or if we're on the you know work related or other not you you of course but other people you know I don't just you know mm. just You're respond selective. like that very selective no mm. um but and then also red carpet you know. <laughs> Yeah. Lovely people on the red carpet, you know, totally. not always making the connection like, uh, how you doing? How you doing? So, yeah, I feel like that's points for me. Like, good you know, guy it points. Is. No, actually, I wouldn't say good guy points. I would say it's like important guy points. Like, you have so many DMs that you don't even, I don't even think you, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I don't even think you actually read it. It wasn't like you, I don't think you read it and like ignored it. I think you just never saw it. You just were like, you know, you're so busy that it's just, or you get so many. So I just found that to be really funny, full circle. Then I finally got you and I finally have you here. And I am, I am just so thrilled. So thank I you. I am blushing nonstop <laughs> right now. It's fine. Yes. Well, thank you for that lovely intro. My goodness. I don't even know how I'm going to live up to that. Um, oh, and it wow. was lovely to see you the last time. Uh, Greek it Independence was. Day, WABC, John and Margot Katsimatidis, you know, now, um, you know, own the station and they're doing wonderful things in our community, but also in, in so many other communities. They've recognized uh, so much culture there. And I think it's an awesome thing. I grew up listening to WABC, oh, you know, really? my whole life. Yeah. Believe oh, wow. it or not, my parents, my parents, you know, kind of always leaned uh, a little conservative and, yeah. uh, you know, grew up with, um, uh, with a lot of the, the talk radio there just on in the kitchen, Bob Grant, you yeah. know, my gosh, you know, okay. icon and just, um, just actually that, that noise, that, that sort of, I don't know. That white noise is very calming to me. Just having a little radio on in the background in the kitchen always. So now I find myself really doing that myself at home, just having a little, I don't listen to a lot of tunes at home yeah. or in the car. I'm always, I always have the talk on. So yeah, I dig it. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm, I'm the same way. Like I fall asleep with the TV on. I like the, the noise, but that's, that's very interesting. And it's funny. I think all of our parents lean pretty conservative. Yeah. <laughs> like the boomer generation, but I think all of our parents are, are very, um, yeah, just like your parents. So like we can teach them a thing or two. I remember though, um, having to sort of step back from my mom after I tried to tell her why you can't say all lives matter. And she kept, you know, and I was like, you know what? It's fine. We're done here. I don't need to explain this to you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. 
you're too old and you're set in your ways, which is fine. Um, she's not that old, actually. What am I saying? But anyway, so coming up, my yeah. mom is my mom. Oh, your is. mom is OK. All <laughs> yeah, because right, so. I have much older brothers and sisters um, yes. and uh, well, just one of each. And you know, my my father passed about eight years ago. But um, my mother, oddly enough, hated Trump. Mm. She was wow. like, whoa. Yeah, this guy thumbs down. <laughs> so interesting, you know, and I wonder where my father would have been with all of that. I wonder mm. um, a lot yeah. of my uncles and cousins loved him and backed okay. Trump all the way. Um, but, you know, it would have been interesting to see where my dad was at with that. But yeah, we'll never know. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you're welcome. Um, Now, next week, you have something really exciting coming up. A Rock of Ages reunion. I mean. That's so exciting. You're flying to L.A. for this. I I'm like shaking inside because I love Rock of Ages. So tell me about that. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's exactly what we all need right now. We need a dose of just nothing but a good time, a sexy mid to late 80s, you know, Reagan era. Good time. Yes. Um, you know, we had so much success with Rock of Ages on Broadway. It's become an iconic title all over the world. It's done in dozens of different languages, done in schools and community theaters. It's been such an honor to be an original part of the show and uh, um, really, a, you know, a, a, a creative force, um, you know, of the original vibe of it. Um, and now we, uh, yes, we're, we're bringing it back to audiences um, all over the mm -hmm. world. Uh, April 24th, the Rock of Ages reunion concert. So exciting. Now you've seen You've seen some artists go live on Facebook or on Zoom or some of these concert window um, platforms, but nothing like this. Mm -hmm. uh, Stellar is an incredible platform. They do pristine production work. You know, the, okay. the sound is going to be incredible. The visuals will be incredible. It's all high definition, multi-camera, steady cams, crane shots, you know, yeah. handhelds live on both the East Coast and the West Coast from the Bourbon Room sets, yeah. uh, the Rock of Ages sets, both one in Hollywood and one in New York City, because we had an off-Broadway production of it that had mounted uh, before, um, yeah. before, before the pandemic. Well, are, are you going to have an audience there at all or no? No audience at all? We, you know, it, we're running on strict SAG protocol. So um, our union, um, that's the Screen Actors Guild, has been incredible, really, with all of this. Their, their guidelines, their protocol, their precautions, um, I have to hand it to them. They've done a fantastic job getting shows back to work, getting TV back to work, getting films back to work. Some, you know, not everyone. It's not unleashed yet. So we are running really strict protocols, but um, we'll be testing regularly while we're there. Um, we will have a very limited uh, audience there um, in L.A. Uh, some of the New York stuff we pre-taped, some will be live. Uh, okay. So it's a little bit of a combination. And I thankfully yeah. have been vaccinated by then. Uh, it'll be like seven, seven, eight weeks. So fully. Yeah, I mean, I considered myself fully vaccinated after the first shot. I mean, not really. But <laughs> now I'm fully, but, but the, after the first one, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think it's great. You guys have somewhat of an audience because I find that to be very important as a performer. 
you need that, right? You need that, that feeling and you need the, the people, their smiling faces and their, their energy to get you going. So I think that is just going to be so amazing for you guys. And so amazing for us. Um, as we watch it, we're going to be able to see that in your faces that you haven't performed live in so long. And now you get to do that. Well, obviously we live to be up there on stage and to, you know, create, you know, that magic with the audience, that, that, right. that communication, uh, definitely feed off it. So it will be wonderful to get back on stage live and sing and perform. Yes. But, um, you know, I've, I've done a couple of other things recently. Um, we could talk about later that where there was no audience and still, it still? felt great to be back on really? stage. Okay. It just okay. felt good. And I, I don't care. I'll create the energy. I'll manufacture yeah. it. I'll make That's it good. work. But, um, you know, we just we just want to work. We want to get back to work. Our de- I mean, our our industry has been devastated, completely devastated, and that's why when you sang here at WABC, I like I had tears in my eyes. I was like, this is the first live performance I've seen in over a year, and I'm a Broadway junkie. So when you came out singing um, the Jekyll and Hyde song, "This Is the Moment," I was like. I'm dying. And then, of course, you closed with uh, Journey, which is amazing because I also like to party and who doesn't like to sing along a journey. So it was perfect for me. I literally had the best day. I left here. I was like walking on air. It was like this. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know how much I missed hearing live performances and and your voice. I I mean, I I knew it was good. I just didn't remember it being that good. You know, (laughs) it's It's like you hear someone sing on the radio or on TV and you're like, oh, they're really good. You hear them live and you're like, wow, it's real. Like those pipes are real. So, well, thank you. You have a great voice, too. I caught a couple of clips on your uh, socials there. You can you can blow, too. That's good. That's very sweet of you. (laughs) I think I think you're you're your senses were heightened because you hadn't seen someone sing in so long. So you're probably no. uh, o- overplaying my Not uh, even. You were, everybody thought you were so good. Everybody was like, and then when I posted it on social, everybody was like, I know he has a really good voice, right? Like all of my performer friends, I was like, I know oh. because you're also one of the few um, success stories from idol because if you think about it, I mean, there's only a handful of people that you actually, that are household names, right? I mean, there's mm. only a handful. So, and you made this transition to Broadway, which not a lot of them have, and you've consistently been on Broadway. A lot of them do these one-off shows. You're like a Broadway actor now. That's, that's your job, right? Would, yeah. you, would you consider yourself yeah. that? Yeah. But uh, yeah. before American Idol, I was already in rent. I had been touring in rent, right. the Broadway tour. Um, I graduated the Boston Conservatory, uh, Berkeley okay. College of Music. I was at Williamstown as an acting apprentice. I had, you know, performed regionally all over the country. So um, and done even off Broadway before. So, yeah, I grew up as an actor, a theater geek, but also yeah. had in a way I kind of was Jekyll and Hyde. I had that real rock and roll spirit. But I also had like the full blown like musical theater geek. And I think, yeah, you know, my time on American Idol, an incredible platform for me, um, definitely. And the opportunity to meet the creatives on Rock of Ages right at that time. And it just was a perfect storm. You know, I was kind of an underdog coming off American Idol. Obviously, Carrie Underwood was going to win. But like, I think I kind of my early exit, like in the top six was like, what for a yeah. lot of people. So yes. me, yes. me playing the underdog in rock of ages really played well. Um, and really rock of ages kind of became my Jesus take the wheel, you know? Um, and, uh, I will say this, I think American idol is still 
awesome. Um, I've been tuning in and you, people say a handful of names, but believe me, there's a lot more than a handful. There's obviously the stratospheric stars like Kelly, Carrie, Jennifer Hudson, but you have Adam Lambert, Daughtry, you have Kat McPhee, you have Kat more McPhee, recently, I'll give you. I forgot about the other guys. I'll give you Kat McPhee though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, no, well, you're hey, so good. You're very marrying good. Oh. well, marrying well is success as well. Um, and but you have you have a lot of people, even more recently. Gabby Barrett has a number one single at radio with Charlie Puth. Um, she was on just a season ago. You have she's giving me this uh, yeah. scary uh, pool party. Alejandro is kind of rocking. And there's a whole Christian scene of Colton Dixon, Danny Gokey, uh, right. uh, Mandisa, all getting like Grammys and stuff. So, I mean, you're very supportive. Of this is you're very good. You are. You're I'm so like supportive. waving the flag. I know. That's so great. And it's my job to sort of, you know, kind of. Cut you down there. The crush you, the crush me. Yeah, hey, I, I gotta that's crush all you good. A little bit, but you're very but supportive now. <laughs> look, like in anything, it's what you do with the opportunity. What you do with the opportunity, and uh, you know, you don't just make it because you get on one of these shows. And I think it's been more difficult um, on shows like The Voice because it's it might be glossier, it might be kind of slicker, it might play a little cooler as an audience at home, yeah. but it's so much about the insanely famous judges and their red chairs that you kind of, the contestant is kind of like in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and totally. I, I don't know anyone from the voice, even though they might even be better singers than a lot of people out there, but it's um, look like anything, we need a platform, but you have to, you have to back it up with work. And mm -hmm. for me, you know, I've gotten the chance I've always prided myself on versatility, like getting to establish myself, myself on Broadway, as an actor, yeah. um, but it, it didn't happen overnight. I took before Rock of Ages, I took a supporting role in The Wedding Singer, you know, to, to show yes. people that I could. This is what I did. I yeah. had a long run on a soap opera. I was developing a TV show. Mm -hmm. I did off Broadway. Uh, Jacques Brel is alive and well and living in Paris. Yes. And then Rock of Ages, I took first off Broadway mm -hmm. and had to really, you know, kind of. Yeah make it work and right, right. create because no one cared. No one, no one wanted to come see us at first. Okay. Okay. They're like, That's what is this? That's interesting. I, I think I might've been one of those people. Cause I was like, mm. no, I, I like, you know, Broadway songs. I like musicals. I like, you know, I don't want to hear this eighties music. And then when I went to see it, I saw it three more times after. <laughs> so that just says a lot. Now I want to ask you, um, you know, and I, I want to be um, sensitive, I guess with this, but you, this year, you lost a very good friend of yours from Rock of Ages. And I just wanted to know, have you been in touch um, with Amanda Klutz, Nick Cordero's uh, widow? Have you have you checked in with her? Have you talked no. to her and seen how she's doing? Um, it gives you just the you? chills. Yeah. Just gives how are you? The chills. Are you are you OK? I am OK. I, I uh, you know, I think about him all the time. We uh, yeah. we have the same same birthday, Nick and I. Oh, so wow. forever will always be, um, you know, linked yeah. to that. And yeah. we were yeah. so close on our tour and ever since, and, you know, just texting and DMing and calling and sending pictures and funny stuff and doing our kind of Guido voices and, yeah. you know, talking about my dog and just like Aww. simple stuff. And, um, yeah. You know, when I used to smoke a little bit, we would always get together and things like that back in the day when I was living in the city. And, um, you know, I knew 
he was going to L.A. to do the show. And we talked about that. Yeah. Um, he was leading yeah. the production of Rock of Ages in L.A. And, you know, he just got hit so early on with this. And he was just already tired. There was so much going on. The move, the young child, you know, Amanda um, working around the clock as well. And it just it just grabbed a hold of him so early on. And uh, he fought like hell. He fought like hell. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did, we did lose him and I have been in touch with Amanda. We DM a little bit. I'm hoping to see her in LA and obviously she's forever changed. Um, I can't even read her posts half the time. I I get so upset. Just read. I mean, unreal. Right. Like she said this post about, uh, when she dropped Nick off at the hospital and how Mm. she couldn't even hug him because something was just so wrong. It just, I, I'm like, all right, I need to stop reading this because it's just, it's incredibly tragic. And it's scary because we all looked at this guy who was super healthy. So, you know, on Broadway, that's like the most giant. Yeah. He's, you saw how tall I am. Yes, exactly. You you know, I'm a big guy. He's, he towers over me. He's a massive dude. Oh, wow. yeah, I'm six, three, he's six, five. And wow. he's a big guy and um, wow. totally healthy. Um, I mean, his wife is a fitness guru. She was yeah. whipping him into shape and he was working all the time. And, you know, yeah. just, you know, no one is no one is um, th- this virus does not discriminate, you right. know. Right. And um, so um, unfortunately, yeah, he, he succumbed to this. But she you know, her transparency um, and what she's sort of built in such a positive way for people, their story. It's the only way. It's the best way. It's a it's an yeah. earnest way to, to honor him and for his son to get to know who his father was one day for sure. So yeah. I'm hoping to see her next week. But but who knows, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm just I'm happy that she's um, that their story is is forever, you know, a part of this. Well, thank you for sharing that. I I hesitated asking you just because I know it is sensitive, but um, you handled that beautifully. So thank you. Now, thank you. you also, you have a child, you have a daughter, but mm. you are a single dad. Um, now with the pandemic and with quarantining, how did that work between you and your ex, like with your daughter? I mean, that's, so, I thought about that. And I'm like, that seems very complicated how, that, you know, it's like, I could see just everyone getting in fights over something like this, you know, like, what oh. are you doing? Are you exposing our child? Are you exposing our child? Like, so how did that, there work? was, there was yeah. some of that. There was some of that at first and it was not easy. Um, we have gotten to such a great place, Angelina and I, uh, known as Angel, Angel Reed. She was a part of my original company on Broadway uh, with Rock of Ages. We met there um, and we are really in an, an amazing place. We've, we've been through a lot. Uh, don't Google it. Um, and, and um, you know, certainly at first, this was very difficult. Uh, what we did was, you know, my sister is an educator. She's a principal in a prestigious uh, school out here in New Jersey. And uh, she sort of lives between the two of us. Oh. So, and my sister was home uh, doing her work yeah. around the clock. I mean, you have to give it up to these teachers and principals, administrators. Totally. You don't even know what they're doing. I mean, look, a lot of school systems are not as I will say privileged as us, mm-hmm. um, but we right, have right. administrators working around the clock, right. around the clock all year, no days off to make this whole thing work, the distance mm-hmm. learning and whatnot. We kept an insanely small pod. We did, but yet there was still some friction. I um, I would 
pick Malena up if she was with me or with her mom. Um, yeah. I would go pick her up. We would go to my sister's house, a neutral place. Uh, we kept distance. Um, we wore masks. We did the distance learning yeah. there in a neutral place. It was a lot. It was a lot because I'm trying to make business decisions and financial yeah. decisions with everything crashing around us. My sister's hanging on to her school. Yeah. You know, her mom Most is trying to teach. It was a lot. So, yeah, it wasn't easy. But you know what? My kid is so resilient. And look, if I had to chase her around the house to do her work, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. wig would uh, <laughs> would have been all pulled out right. by now. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And um, but she's such a good student. She's so on top of her works yeah. that 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 I'm blessed. I'm blessed. But She's you know so what? Cute. We worked on that. We worked on that from day one. We yeah. had books. We're like books. Eat them. Yeah. Here are books. <laughs> eat the book. Right. Just so. be smart. Just be smart. Um. No, my my kids are like my husband, which thank God because they like love to build Legos and build put things together. And they're like, mommy, can you help me? And I like start crying. I'm like, oh, I can. The Legos are hard. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can put um, the colors together. Um, I'll draw with you. Um, I'll take you to places. I just don't want to build stuff. Yeah. You so, know what a great place is? I will say this. When I was away on tour a lot, when Milena was very, very young, okay. her mom, and you know, when you have a baby, um, you're like looking for things to do that, really? that first year or two. You're like, yeah. okay, where are we going to walk to today? I would say first she, five years. <laughs> exactly. Just saying, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, she would take her to that children's museum uptown. On the Upper West Side. Pretty yeah. much all the time. And yeah. she loved it. And there was always things to do and stuff like right. that. So um, we always sort of, you know, would introduce kind of fun and artistic stuff and take classes uh, with her. Yeah. And and I think it's I think it's paid off. Um, yeah. She gravitated to, towards athletics as well, but she's really into her academics. So to answer your question, yeah, it was very difficult. And I, I can't even believe that it's 14, 15 months later. Um, no, I know. We, we it feels like a, a blur that we all lived through this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. But she she was back in in school learning from day one this year um, with right. tons of guidelines. Yeah. Um, they would go in basically 850 to 1250, come home, little snack, and then go back on for an hour. Um, oh, wow. OK. Virtually. I and interesting. Uh, all these all the yeah. things these schools did to to sort of right. make it work and how I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Just keep them there all day. But sure, I guess it's better than nothing. Right. Like, what, I mean, it is. Like, they I don't, need I don't, to be. I don't they get need that. to be like, in person. They, but like, they what is to... the point? What is the point of having them come home early just to have that? You don't know say like, I'm just like, that's great. I'm glad she was in. But like, what? Just keep them there the extra hour. I, I hear that. Yeah, I hear I that. Know. I think it's about. um all the extra work that the teachers have to do as well okay. that they have to get yeah. th to do their work independently alone at home and whatnot. It's about kind of dismissal times. It's about sort of being able to remember, understand, right. right. There's no, there's no, we can't do a, we can't do a common lunch room thing. Uh, so then you have things like that. You can't, you, you can't have recess all at the same time. So there's just a lot of these kinds of staggering of things. I think it's more about that kind of stuff. No, that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Now you, you're single. You are just like single, ready to mingle, or maybe not ready to mingle. I don't know. Um, but this must be challenging. Like this whole year, how would you even date during a pandemic? 
like you did virtual dating? I don't know. Like, what do you even do? No, it is. It's just not something I'm even considering oh, right you're now. You're not even. You know, you're just like going just, through that the little black book for repeats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, no, you know, I've, I've, um, I, you know, I have some, I have someone close in my life that I'm, uh, that I, okay. that's been, been wonderful company for sure. Okay. So you've and, got a bottom. Uh, that's good. <laughs> I'm I don't kidding. Know what that means. You don't know what a bottom is? It's like, that's like a, that's in the gay world, I think. No. Oh, oh, sorry. You. <laughs> Which is all good. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to be really candid right now. Yes. If, if you're gay, there's a top and bottom. But I'm saying like, if you are not, there's something called a bottom bitch. It's like that's like a, I, don't, I forget which rapper said that at first, but you have a bottom. I don't she's, know. Your, she's your bottom. She's like your main bitch. If there's a wedding to go to, you take your bottom. If there is. Wow. You know, yeah, I'm just it's fine. I'm here to educate you, Constantine. Uh, thank I'll, you. And, Anytime you want, I'm here. Um, UrbanDictionary.com. Check it out. So tell okay. me, tell me, what else are you working on right now? On right now, what can we, what can we look forward to to seeing you in? Well, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, obviously, we're super stoked uh, for the Rock of Ages concert, April 24th. You can go to Stellar Tickets. You can go to RockofAgesMusical.com. Get your right. virtual seat. There's all kinds of packages available: VIP, pre-show, post-show. Lots of fun stuff. So many fun guests, um, members of Tenacious D, of the Dan Band. You know, we got, you know, Frankie Grande. We have all kinds of fun celebrities from over the years that have been in the show. Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister and um, so many that I'm not thinking of right now. We have a lot of material that was not in the show Mm -hmm. that's going to be in the concert, um, which is very cool. I got to tour with members of Guns N' Roses. there's going to be some Guns N' Roses in the show that was never in the show. That was always meant to be in the show. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to the jungle. But um, so that's going to be fun. So check that out. Shortly after that, I recorded another massive concert experience called Reflections. Okay. It's celebrating The Who, the incredible, you know, British yeah. Invasion, rock and roll, incredible Hall of Fame, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, Keith Moon, The Who. Yeah. Um, 50 years of Who's Next, probably their best and most underrated album. Um, But we're also going to be doing songs from Tommy, from Quadrophenia. They are basically the creators of the rock opera. There would be no Jesus Christ Superstar. There would be no Rock of Ages. There would be no, you know, whatnot. Um, Even Jekyll and Hyde. Um, So we... um, we are do we we shot this incredible uh, concert at the Tillis Center, a two thousand seat uh, performing arts center on Long Island at the LIU. Uh, Multi camera, crane shots, everything. Me and a few other Broadway stars: Justin Sargent from Spider Man, um, Lana Gordon from Lion King in Chicago, Mike Wartella, and this iconic band from Long Island, Wondrous Stories. They all come from different like you know big wow. rock and roll bands. So we shot this huge special um, that will be available a- uh, April 30th through early May. You can go okay. to the therockprojectlive.com for tickets. And you can use my code ConstantineWN for who's next. Uh, ConstantineWN. Um, oddly enough, cool. love, I, I, I did f- uh, four movies in the last two years. Um, I, they're all coming to streaming. They're, they're small independent films. Yeah. Um, this movie, Dark State. Um, by Tracy Luca. I have Either Side of Midnight coming to streaming uh, this summer that Roger Spottiswood directed. Um, 
yeah, great director of my youth of the 80s and 90s, you know, so many big films, including James Bond. Yeah, um, yeah. And a couple other cool ones that are out there. You're and so of course, busy. my new. Oh my well, gosh. you know, it sounds busy, but this is like my Greek nature. Like I, I yeah. can't, I can't sit, sit still. Like I don't just do one thing. I try to do probably too no, many I'm things. The same. I'm the same. <laughs> you know, and I screw up them all. But I, I you know, I, it's like no. stick to one thing and do it good. Yeah, but um, yeah. no, then yeah, your so, album, you have songs coming out. You you performed a new song uh, yeah, a few weeks ago. The, yeah. So Until I'm Wanted, my new album on Noble Steed Records uh, okay. is out now. It's available on all streaming platforms. You know, of course, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, and the single "All About You," which you heard that day, mm-hmm. has been um, has been in um, has been in full rotation at Sirius XM for the yes. last few months. So every day you can hear it on different channels on Sirius XM, and uh, already working on the second one. That that one took a long time. Okay, and um, I'm not going to wait ten years to do a record. I'm already working on the second album uh, right. to follow this one up. So. And that's it. Chipping away, uh, teaching. I love teaching. Um, I've been coaching, uh, you know, a lot of musical theater hopefuls, some yeah. idol hopefuls, songwriters, and uh, we do a lot See, of sort you, of life. You would be a great teacher to me. Like I would, I would take your class and I would be entertained. And I, I hate learning, and I'm never ready to learn. So that says oh, a lot. Yeah, it's all entertaining. You know, you have to make it fun. You have to relate. But, you know, I do come from a very strict uh, conservatory background, but I have all the fun pop culture stuff I've gotten to do. And I don't teach kids to be a star. I don't. I'm like, you. this is not what we're doing here. Yeah. I yeah. want you to be an I want you to be MVP. I want you to be Brett Gardner. OK, not Derek <laughs> Jeter. I want you to play every position. I want you to be able to sit for two days, three games, four games, go into the game and be productive be able to be valuable at every position. Like that's yeah. what we want here. Well-rounded professional. So that's cause believe me. Yeah. I worked hard to kind of create like a brand thing, Yeah, but yeah. you don't get to be in everything when you're like a brand, you know, you, Very interesting. you know, and, and I'm trying to get people to see me. Um, and they do, I'm starting to get more looks at film and TV for mm-hmm. non Constantine type stuff, but <laughs> it's hard. You know what I mean? Like to be, you know, it's good to kind of be known, but you also kind of don't want to be known because you You can do more stuff as, as you're, I, I totally get it. Now, just speaking of that, you brought up Jesus Christ superstar. If you could be in that, would you be Jesus or would you be Judas? What do you think you'd want to be? Well, well, I just, you know, it's the greatest, um, it's the greatest thing ever done. You better part. Judas is better. I think Judas is a better part. I, you know, the, one of the most, prestigious theaters in the country, the Muni in St. Yeah. Louis, this incredible, like 20,000 uh, seat, you know, outdoor, um, love the Muni. you know, sort yes. of shell. Yeah. And they, they are reopening actually to live performances this summer with tons of guidelines, but they have a yeah. great season. I did superstar there directed by Gordon Greenberg a couple of oh, summers wow. ago. And I played, I played Judas. So it was, uh, yeah, there's something incredible about Judas. He, it's such an interesting track uh but jesus the is best. great pilot is great mary's yes. great whatever it's the no, best judas, thing Andrew Lloyd judas is ever the best and that is one of my favorite musicals of all time jesus christ superstar and that judas is my favorite part i wish they would do like a gender bending thing and i could go on i could just i would love that um you can well, there are some i, I would love there's it some, let's some do cool one <laughs> fine morgan morgan <laughs> james <laughs> 
Morgan James, one of the greatest singers out there, she she helmed uh, an all female concert. And I think there's a, a recording of it out there oh, with like cool. amazing people like Carrie Manalakis, you know, Morgan James, like amazing. Yeah, voices yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, so funny. Well, yeah. Constantine, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, yeah. You-, you started to believe the things that save you. You really do believe this talk of God is true. I oh my god it, i'm so obsessed that you just did that yes. you're you the made best my one. life you made my life seriously and you owe me drinks you owe me like lunch. i do i, I do i feel like we'll you do, do. i just made that i do up. that's fine and you're i won't drink with it so i won't drink <laughs> okay. but you'll drink okay, but I'll and drink. i'll eat a lot of food because okay. although i'm not drinking and and doing bad stuff like it's like 18 plus months now i you. eat a lot of uh cookies and cake and bread well, you'd never be able to tell. So well, whatever you're doing, it's working, my friend. <laughs> all that plastic surgery is paying off. Yeah, okay. Well, thank you so much again. This is lovely. Okay, so that was so fun. He is just such a fun person to chat with. And again, if you're interested in buying virtual tickets to the reunion of Rock of Ages, go to CaseyStarlight.com and listen for Constantine's new single on the radio. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. Until next time. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details.